What's up, everybody? Welcome to Brandon's Face. It's the podcast about a playlist. I'm Jonathan Beardsley. And I am Brandon May. Today we will be talking about our favorite metal albums of 2023, an episode you have been manifesting for years now, Brandon. I think we've done (laughs) two album of the year like specials to end our years so far. And both times we have had to consolidate every subgenre of rock into one. And you, you always have some thoughts on this. But we've never been able to work it out until this year. So you finally have the floor to talk as much about metal as you want. Uh, so yes. let's just start. Let's start broadly, Brandon. Was 2023 a good year for metal? Dear God, yes. Where do I, we begin? Uh, shit, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's one of those things, man, that metal has just always been ubiquitous in my life. Uh, since I was 13 years old, somebody gave me an Iowa a Slipknot CD for uh, their album, Iowa, and it just completely changed the trajectory of my forever listening uh, experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that this year was good. I don't think that it was uh, the best year in uh, tw- actually it might it might be the best year in, tw- in the 2020s so far if uh, if I do say so myself. Might and be. Uh, I think uh, I think I'm so excited that we finally have uh, the ability to talk about all of them in uh, uh, as themselves because I've always had to weigh the rock versus the metal because you know that I like I like both of those genres a lot and. Uh, I'm just glad we're going to be able to talk about it, man. Same, man. Um, I've always kind of dreaded it because metal is just one of the subgenres of rock that I feel like I'm versed the least in, at least when it comes to the modern stuff. Uh, I used to listen to a lot of it. You and I have bonded over that for years. But when it comes to modern metal, I've been pretty lost since we started this podcast. And I feel like every month, maybe every year, I'm growing and growing a little bit. But I don't know if it was me just listening to metal, me liking more metal, or there just being more good metal to choose from this year. But I had no problem putting together not just a top five, but honorable mentions and beyond. I That's thought amazing. this was a fantastic year for metal. Maybe it's just for my taste. Um, we, we can talk about the kind of top metal songs playlist I put together. There was a few things that I think reflect the year of metal there that didn't really make our list or that we even got to cover this year. Bands like Sleep Token are probably like <laughs> among the biggest bands in metal right now, if not the biggest. Most and we didn't even get to cover, cover their album. Right. Not because we didn't want to. Again, if you've listened to our other episodes, we're, we're trying. There's just only so much we can get to. <laughs> but... <laughs> I think that says a lot that even the most popular metal album to come out this year, if we can't get around to it, that only means there's so much great shit that we had to cover. That stuff will be reflected in our list. So anything else you want to say about the year in metal before we dive in? Uh, one, I guess one other thing is that this year in metal has been incredibly diverse for me. Um, I have historically been a sub genre obsessor where like certain years I'm just only really paying attention or listening to the death metal or only paying attention Mm -hmm. to listening to the, 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 the avant-garde or the, or the prog, but this year was just diverse as hell. And I, uh, I think, I think my top five is going to reflect that. I can't wait to dive into it, man. It has been very diverse before we get into the top five. Let's kind of go through the genres because 
we are doing metal and non-metal. The last episode that, if you guys were listening, was the the non-metal rock albums of the year. Metal isn't just metal. This album, you can throw prog in here, hardcore, punk, metalcore. Any of that can fall under this umbrella as long as you think it's more metal than not, I guess. Um, yeah, the purists might hate us for that, but the, the cores are, uh, in my opinion, metal. So... <laughs> Little known fact, this this podcast is powered by hate, so please, purists, <laughs> hate us. Um, all right, Brandon, let's let's quit beating around the bush and let's dive into our albums of the year. What is your metal album of the year for 2023? This actually might surprise you a little bit, but I use the same metric as I used for all of the other genres that we've done. Uh, and my most revisited album this year uh, in full was uh, Air Not Meant for Us by a band called Fires in the Distance. <laughs> um, this album is beautiful. My God, to say it's, the it's, least. it's just yeah. gorgeous. It has melody. It has passion. It has just everything you want in a melodic death metal album. And it hit every single fucking tick for me, man. Every box was checked. It's really only, what is it? It's only six songs or whatever. But my God, those six songs span just just an amazing plethora of music, man. It is, it is my favorite metal album of the year. Easy. What's yours? That's a phenomenal album, dude. It's not, it's like you said, it's the melody, but it's just, they're doing high level metal, both prog and variations of extreme metal, but it's the way they fuse those strings, the, the keys, it's all these symphonic and theatrical elements. And as cleanly as they incorporate it is really what makes that album as special as it is. Love that for your album of the year pick. Mine is actually a power metal album, Brandon. It is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards, Petrodragonic <laughs> Apocalypse. It's an album that I thought was going to be maybe too campy for me when the rollout was happening, but could nope. not have been any more up my alley. I think it's pitchfork funny that Pitchfork said it didn't shred hard enough for whatever bullshit they said. <laughs> this album fucking rocks, dude. I love it. Motor Spirit, one of my top played songs of the year, but... Gila Monster, Flamethrower, there's just nothing but bangers on here. Gila, it's Gila. so, so good, man. The riffs, the drumming, the, the vocals, it's it's all there, man. Even the visuals for this album were just top-notch. I think it, I think it's, if it's not my favorite of theirs to date, it's definitely in the top two or three. Um, yeah, man, I love it. I was worried that you would think this one wouldn't quite count as metal. No, no, it most definitely does. I think I'd put it more in the thrash category, early sure, Metallica, sure. Megadeth, uh, even, even, I mean, well, Exodus is a little heavier than them, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I think that Petrodragonic Apocalypse is a fucking fantastic metal album. It's most definitely metal. Um, they are clearly having, having a year with this album. Uh, it's, it's funny. They, they release so much music that, a lot of their music gets like conglomerated together, but this album has stood out for people who don't listen to them at all. Yeah. <laughs> like I've yeah. seen, it's brought new fans. Oh, most definitely, I've seen a lot of people on the internet, uh, specifically Reddit, but a lot of people saying that this is the album of the year. Full stop. And I, I, I can't say that uh, I can't say that they're wrong, man. It's a great fucking time. I got to see them live hearing uh, Gila Monster. Uh, so early in their set was such a fun time. Uh, they, they played that before the sun went down at the Hollywood Bowl. And 
Uh, yeah, they uh, they most definitely killed it on this one. I'm so I, I kind of knew that was going to be the case for you. I'm more I'm more uh, I'm more I'm more interested in your uh, in your deep cuts here. You're uh, you're just casually dropping at the Hollywood Bowl. Yes, you you saw one of their three hour Hollywood Bowl sets to end their tour last year for this album on the night that the album came out. Is that correct? Uh, no, I think no, it no, was, that... I think it was a month afterwards. I think I saw them in after. like late July or something like that. But yeah, it, it was uh, it was it was a the really last cool night. Show. Yeah, it was the last night of the tour. Three hour set. Is that the best performance you saw this year? Yes. Yeah, I as if that Easy. was ever in doubt. Are Easy. you going to the tour next year? Uh, probably not. I think I think I don't think anything's gonna hit it. <laughs> guess when they're guess guess when they're playing here next year? When September eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I gotta go see King Gizzard on nine eleven. <laughs> you got you gotta go see King Gizzard on nine eleven, man. I How many albums I'm... do you think they'll have out by then? New albums. At least two. I'm, I, 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 would, I, yeah. I would put 100 bucks on at least two albums between now and September for them. I think that's the safe bet, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's move into two through five. You want to know my deep cuts? You want me to go first on my please, two through five? Please do, man. Okay, I talk man. enough about them. About Let's metal. get into it. Carnifex, Necromantium. Yes. Fucking banger. Love it. Unearth, The Wretched, The Ruinous. Incredible album. I went back yes. to it this week. Great shit. August Burns Red, Death Below. This has been in the conversation since it dropped. Yep. Um, and at number five, man, Step Into the Light, The Acacia Strain, one of the heaviest albums I've heard in a minute, dude. So One good. of the heaviest bands to ever do it, honestly. They just fucking rock. You saw them live this year, right? I did, yes. It was. It, probably... I, I think it was the heaviest show I've ever been to, and I've seen a lot of heavy shows, man. <laughs> it, it fucking rips, dude. Uh I'll get into more in my honorable mentions, but that is the rest of my top five. So to to recap, I got King Gizzard at one, Carnifex, Unearth, August Burns Red, Acacia Strain. That's the rest of my top five. Did I do okay for a metal noob? My God, man. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, it's funny, man. Uh, so Unearth and Currents came out on the same day. Currents hasn't even been. I, I listened to it the two times for to write my review, and I never revisited it. But same. I have revisited The Wretched and the Ruinous a number of times. I actually have a shirt from that album that says The Wretched and the Ruinous. I am a giant uh, Unearth fan. Uh, they did not hit my top five this year, but that album I have come, I have come back to quite a bit bit um i am i'm i'm I, I love that man i love that the uh the august Burns red album is so good uh it really reminds me one. it really every time i revisit it i i think i think man they really went back to thrill seeker on this one they did <laughs> yeah. and that's for the best i think man and some great features man they had the spencer from yep. under oath one on there i can't remember the other one but they had some really good ones yeah um and uh, obviously Carnifex, man. I'm so glad you like that album so much, dude. They are they are one of the OGs of Deathcore, and they most definitely deserve that title. Um, they did a, uh, on that album, they did a special tribute to uh, Trevor Sternad from uh, the Black Dahlia murder. Um, I, uh, I, I really, really appreciate your top five, man. It's all cores, but I, I love it, man. I love it. Just... There's so many times a band or like, you know, the don't judge a book by its cover thing. There's like, don't judge an album by its album art. When you look at the Necromantium album art, 
you're like, man, I really hope this album has some like extreme metal with church organs and shit. And that's exactly what the fuck it has. <laughs> like there's never been an album that just lived up to the cover more than that one. Right. I, I'm happy right. that we got to cover a new Carnifex album this year, man. I, honestly, I was so fucking stoked. I'm but so let's get glad, into the rest man. of your top five. What All is right. your two through five? My two through five. I'm going to go with uh, number two is Cattle Decapitation's Terracite. Uh, this album just it hit every note from cattle decap uh, mm-hmm. that you could ever want. Um, it, it's it's one of those albums where you finish it and you're like, man, I need more of that. So let's go dive into the rest of their music, you know. <laughs> and you go listen to uh, you go listen to Karma Bloody Karma from from Cattle Decap and and you, and you, I, it's one of those ones where if I start my day with Cattle Decap, I'm ending my day. Like my entire day is going to be Cattle Decapitation. Uh, yep. Number three is uh, uh, a little proggy number, uh, Exul by Ni Oblivscaris. Oblivscaris? Still can't really yeah. pronounce their name that well, but my God, man, that 12 and a half minute opening track, Equus, is it, it's a special. It's a special album. It's really man. good. Uh, my number four, I'm going to go with Make Them Beg for Death by Dying Fetus. I've been waiting for this one for a few years. Uh, glad to see they came back with uh, something that I really liked. In fact, some people, uh, some critics thought that they didn't necessarily hit the mark again, but I disagree, man. This one stayed in my CD player until I bought a, um, uh, a John Digweed CD. Um, and then I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and uh, throw, that's four, right? Number five. That is, yes. Number five, let's go with uh, let's go with Periphery Five. Gent is not a genre. Um, they, I think they killed it on this one, man. Uh, they 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 really they really did it well. Uh, it was between this one and and Haken's Fauna because that is just on the cusp of being metal. You could call it rock if you wanted to. Um, it's prog, yeah, yeah, it's prog. But it, periphery uh, five gent is not a genre. I go back to wildfire pretty constantly, and right then as soon as, and then as soon as I go from there, I'm like, okay, well, what about Atropo? And then, Atropo, and then yep. you go through, you go through, and you're like, wait a second, wait, what about wax? What about yeah, what about going. silhouette? And so, <laughs> and so, and then, and then, and then you're an hour in, and you're like, well, that was great. Um, so let, let let's go with that, man. There's so many honorable mentions though. This was really my hardest genre to pick from this year that is a fucking hell of a top five and everything i thought it would be for you honestly <laughs> dying venus cattle cattle decapitation 2023 was your year brand <laughs> you know man it, I, one of my favorite metal bands of all time released an album this year and they didn't grace my top five that's going to be cannibal corpse but True. I mean, oh my God, man. I mean, with, with having one of my favorite bands, uh, my favorite metal bands of all, and fuck it, one of my favorite bands of all time released an album and it still didn't hit my top five, you know you know that that's a good year for that genre. Yes. Let's, let's just dive into the honorable mentions because I think it will flesh out just how good of a year it is. We can just keep riffing our way here. I had Fires in the Distance as my top honorable mention, obviously. That one just yep. fucking kicks ass your rock album of the, or your metal album of the year yep. uh chelsea grin suffer in heaven so good. love this one really really good what do you got 
Uh, you know, earlier this year, I actually wrote a written review on our website. I had a lot of ambitions for you that. And, I, and I'm going to be keeping that up coming into the new year. Um, but uh, but there was uh, an album earlier in the year that we didn't cover on the podcast. But you guys, I'll link my review in the show notes below. Uh, Heim, Heimdall by Enslaved, by Nordic black metalers Enslaved. It's got this atmosphere that is just unmatched, man. It starts off with just sounds of water underneath your canoe as you're about to rage into Viking battle with this band. <laughs> and my God, it hits, bro. Um, let's uh, let's go with uh, an honorable mention of mine, The Wretched and the Ruinous, like we talked about. Yep. Uh, one of your top five, I think your number five, was Step Into the Light by the Acacia Strain. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do. I'm gonna go the doom metal record that they of put out. Failure you will follow. I think Bog Walker is probably one of the best metal songs of the of the 2020s by far. Uh, the way that opening riff just happens, and then like three and four minutes, five minutes in, that riff comes back, and then they pull it away, and then like ten minutes later, they bring it back, and it's like, oh my god, man, they really fucking did it. I was kind of sad that when I saw them, they didn't uh, they didn't play any of any of those, but they only had an hour. Yeah, uh, what is the what is Bog Walker like? 10, 12 minutes, seventeen minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we can go through all of these. Uh, uh, one that I wanted to really shout out, though, uh, from a small band under two thousand listeners, monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh, I texted you about I don't know. I want to say like four or five months ago. I was sitting in the I was sitting in the car wash line, and I threw this album on uh, Mechanical Fiction by The Gorge. Uh, mm-hmm. Just absolutely fucking hits man they can get it on this album man it is pure prog um i'm talking uh, I'm, I'm i'm talking every single different time signature change you can imagine and they really hit it hard loved this album sticking with prog what about the ocean uh you know the ocean was a hard one for me i actually had it in my rock uh albums of the year and then yeah decided it's probably more metal and then every time i listened to it again i thought mm, this uh, it's just one of those things. So they put out their last album before that. I think it's called the Pleiagic or something like that. They they do this weird dinosaur thing. Uh, and the last song on that record is Holocene. Uh, and then they released this album following that up a few years later called Holocene. And it is in the same style as that closing track from their last album. And I thought at the mo- at the time that I really wanted to hear more of that style from them, but I really like it when they get stupid heavy. So <laughs> they didn't really get stupid heavy on this album, although Unconformities again is one of the best metal songs of the year. Easy, great song, great you know. Song. Yeah, um, I got a couple more. Better Lovers, God Made Me an Animal. This is an EP from members of Every Time I Die, and. Coheed? Uh, Reggie in the Full Effect? <sighs> Something like I that. I think it's Reggie in the Full Effect is the, the vocalist of it. Yeah. But anyways, God Made Me an Animal is the EP they put out this year. The song 30 Under 13. It's just phenomenal, phenomenal stuff, man. Uh, really looking forward to what they're doing next. Another one I got, Harm's Way. Wasn't sure exactly so where to put this one, but their it's album here. Common Suffering. I Yeah, I... I love this one, kind of what more hardcore, I guess, but big, yeah. big fan of this one as well. 
I've got at least two more for you. Uh, a band yeah. I had never heard of uh, this year until this year. Humanity's Last Breath put out an album called oh, Ashen. Oh, great pick. Yep. Uh, and it was, I think I started my review off by saying, can Deathcore be refreshing? And almost every time I listened to it, I I, I, I was refreshed. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Uh, all right. Another, uh, another smaller band, a band called Werewolves. Uh, my yep. enemies look and sound like me. I went back to this album just last week again and, uh, it can get it. I texted you. There's a new band coming out with members of werewolves. And then another, uh, a member from a band that we reviewed last year, uh, called Psychroptic. And I'm very excited to see what those two things sound like together. So yeah, yeah that, that would be pretty awesome. Um, man, I mean, I feel like we can go on forever, but there is, <laughs> there is just too many good releases. I'll wrap it up with saying we didn't even talk about Suicide Silence, In Flames, I, Lamb of God. Right. Uh, going, going like deeper. I, Ultar. Did we even say Ultar on oh, this episode? Oh no, we didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, should probably throw man, that. That, that came out, out this year. Yeah, this has been a great yeah. year for metal, man. Cannibal the Black Corpse Parade album, Cannibal Born of Corpse. Osiris, Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Uh, shit, man. I mean, it, it was really a hell of a year, but I think it's easy for us to, to swim in our gold, like fucking Scrooge McDuck over here when we have so much of it. Was there any albums this year that just did not do it for you in the metal genre? You know, man, uh, yes. Uh, there was one album that I actually really liked, uh, when we reviewed it. Uh, but I actually went back hearing after hearing your words about it and a lot of the, uh, Things I liked about it ended up being really repetitive. Orbit Culture's Descent. I think I gave it an eight. I think it's more of a six, which I think is right where you Fair. put it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the it just really it just really didn't do it for me, man. Um, well, it did at the time, and then it and then it. I don't know, man. It's just it's there's no re-listenability to that album. No, no. Uh, it yeah. I I almostly forgot that I gave that one a six, but yeah, I think. That, <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that that's fair for that album. Yeah. And we go through this all the time where it's like you get intoxicated with new music. You don't really know how to process it in real time. Right, right. Um, other than that, man, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a metal enjoyer, dude. I, I don't really, you are? I, I don't, I don't really have much in the way of music that I didn't necessarily like because, uh, when I don't like something, I don't pay much attention to it. What about you? Do you have a worst of in metal? Oh yeah, Metallica, seventy-two seasons. Oh my god, Easy. that came out this year. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely that album for sure. That that that's without question my pick for worst metal album this year. And it's not just because it's Metallica; it genuinely is the worst metal album I heard this year. Um, another one though, kind of more in the vein of what you were saying. I I do not remember what I reviewed this one, positive or negative, but just looking kind of through the playlist here. See you next Tuesday's album, Distractions. I went back to it for my top five list, and yeah, did not did not love that one. It's ridiculous, is what it is. Too ridiculous. I think that's the problem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like it because of how fucking ridiculous it is. It's out of control. Sure, sure, sure. Um, all right, let's look forward to next year a little bit. Unless there's any other uh, least favorites you have. Nope, I, I'm I'm good. I actually just looked. I was like, when did Megadeth put out their last album? And it was last year. 
Yeah, that was last year or else that would have been on my list as well. Uh, most anticipated for next year for me is easy. It's job for a Cowboys moon healer. That was yeah. already announced and I yeah. cannot fucking wait. Yeah, most uh, most definitely job for a Cowboys new record. Um, I am very excited for Caligula's horse album. Uh, they uh, they speak to me. Jim Gray is a fantastic vocalist. Yeah. I learned recently he doesn't do any pitch correction, which is interesting. Uh, we have uh, Deicide, the very famous satanic death metal uh, outfit out of Tampa, Florida, released a song on Christmas, uh, uh, of course, aptly for them. And uh, <laughs> and I'd be very interested to see if they put anything together for that. They just did a uh, box set release of a lot of their older albums from the Roadrunner days, which was pretty neat. Um, I am very, very curious about that, um, to see if maybe that, that happens. I, you know, I'm not sure about, uh, in any albums that have been confirmed. Have you be, have you been, uh, keeping track of that? Uh, when putting together the list, I did realize the darkest hour has it. Oh my God. Darkest hour for earlier next year. So darkest hour. yep, yep. That, that, that's, that's definitely one I'm super stoked on. Yeah, putting together the best of like lists this year, I feel like there's a few metal bands I'd be uh, more interested in covering going forward. Brand of Sacrifice, I don't think we covered them. I really liked what I heard from them. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any others off the top of my head. I will definitely let you know. But in terms of not announced yet, is there any metal bands that you're you're hoping next year's the, the year we either get their first album or a new album? I would very much love for a full length from Better Lovers. Um, I would yes. very, very much love for Blood Incantation to put out an actual metal record. That would be tight. The ambient record was eh. Uh, I'd love for them to put out like an actual metal record. Same. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Human Abstract. I would love to see some from them. They put out an album Ooh, in 2022 yeah. called Woe. Uh, which which really which really did it for me, um, and then uh, like I said, there's a new band. Let me let me try to find the band because uh, I want to shout them out on the on the podcast here. But they share members of Psychroptic and Werewolves, and I am very very excited for that. We get uh, yes, the album are, is called Faust Fa- Faustian. Yeah, it's going to be released. Uh, uh we come as angels as i believe Faustian. the yeah. yes uh we come as angels is the the band name i'm excited for that one for sure uh yeah i'm uh i'm excited for those ones and you know my favorite thing about metal is that a lot of it is driven from the underground as you can tell by all of you know my honorable mentions in my list is that the the, the smaller bands really 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 got it this year and record labels like willow tip 20 bucks spin um and Pelagic Records are all putting out fantastic music lately. Um, I sent you, I think I might have sent it to you. Maybe I didn't. There's a record label called Unique Record, uh, Unique Leader Records that has been putting out just this disgusting, uh, brutal death metal, which we didn't cover a lot of this year, but I listened to quite a bit of. There's a band called Covid Ectomy, which is an interesting name to say the least for a <laughs> band. Uh, yep. But their music is actually pretty fucking good i guess uh we'll we'll see man you know i'm 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 less interested in the legacy acts and more interested to see what actually happens um let's say 
my favorite, some of my favorites last year were both Pharmacist and Cosmic Putrefaction. Uh, let's say I'd love releases from both of them as well. Yeah, I think uh, Cosmic Putrefaction would be a really fun one. Um, hopefully, the the uh, purists don't get mad at me here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hope for a new Noctilus album sometime next year. I think that would be nice. Fuck the um, purists. Yes, thank you. Fuck the purists. Uh, I really don't know what else, man. I, yeah, Darkest Hour, Knocked Loose, Job for a Cowboy. That's kind of what I'm looking for and hoping for. Yeah, I think it's going to be another good year in metal. I think metal has seen a giant resurgence. I mentioned it a little bit on the uh, rock podcast, but bands like Bad Omens uh, and uh, Spirit Box and Sleep Token and Tesseract all had, number one, they all had releases this year. I think maybe Bad Omens was last year, but they all had moments on TikTok this year, which is surprising to say the very least. Yeah, And uh, I think, I think if bands like that keep introducing people to the heavier side of music, uh, I think we're going to get some some interesting music in the next few years. And I'm very excited to see what happens. Remember, Slipknot is a mainstream band now, guys. They used to be pretty heavy. What else is going to happen, you know? Yeah, these new Slipknot kids. We'll see what they're up to. Let's see what happens, man. I mean, Iowa was pretty heavy, bro. And that got popular. It really did. Oh, man. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Nope, I'm good, man. This was a fantastic year for metal, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate uh, all of the all of the small bands that are keeping metal going. Yes, uh, please join us next episode next year for a new episode of Brandon's Face. You can check the show notes for a link to the playlist to keep up with all that we will be covering in the episodes to come. You can find us on social media at Instagram and Reddit. If you count Reddit as social media, I guess. Just search Brandon's Face Pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. All that fun stuff. Hope you guys had a happy holiday. Have a happy new year. Be safe. We'll see you next year. Peace. Peace.